Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Well, hello, Darkfish Rally friends, and welcome back to Spin the Rally Pod. What a week we have in front of us. The most hotly anticipated rally of the year for an awful lot of people. It's Rally Finland week, isn't it? So to discuss Rally Finland and various other, well, things that are going on in Rally World this week. It's myself, Colin Clark, and as always joining us, our head of media at Dirtfish is David Evans. Very good morning, David. Good morning. Just a, a quick point of order. What was that? What was Lisa's excuse today? Show jumping. Is it show, show jumping. That's a new one. Un- unacceptable. That is a new one. <laughs> and, and not just show jumping, show jumping in France. Yeah. <laughs> What's that all about? What is that all about? <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out in future episodes, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but you heard a little voice there in the background. Um, Lisa might not be here, but George Donaldson is as always with us this morning. George, good morning. How are things up in Scotland this morning? Good morning, Colin. Wet, actually. Yesterday was yeah. quite nice. It was actually it was actually very pleasant. I was I was sitting out in the garden. Actually, I was gardening, which I hate doing. So it's about mm. one or two days a year where I have to garden, but I put a chair out so I could sit in the shade for a while too, which ended up being quite a lot longer than the gardening was, I suspect. But there you go. Some gardening got done. The heavy work got done. So uh, that was good. Uh, uh, but George, just, uh, look, it's Finland week. It's exciting. How would you get away with one or two days gardening a year with a garden your size? Uh, it must look like it, a jungle. No, no, it doesn't. It's, 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 there's a, quite a lot of grass, but the way it is, ah. is you know, the, the grass comes into the borders and then my wife has planted lots of, sort of lovely plants that she thinks are lovely. I mean, for me, they're just plants that, 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 yeah. that are sort of growing or not. But but we, we, we've got, she, she gets upset because the grass kind of moves into the borders a little bit, so she gets a bit yeah. excited about that. But for me, it kind of looks sort of natural. You got the you got the nice mm. mown lawn, and then and then the nice borders with lots of plants in them that just grow. I'm just I'm so done plants, with gardening. You know, there's 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 they're big. Yeah, exactly. I'm so done with gardening as well. Mm. But it's nonsense. It is, it's, it is yeah. absolute yeah. nonsense. Yeah. yeah. So and well, I'm looking forward natural. to seeing your your colourful weeds when I come up looks, to Scotland in a few weeks' looks, time. It looks nice. <laughs> it looks nice. It's, it's good. It's okay. uh, boys, uh, color, talking about colourful plants, David Evans. Mm. It's always a lovely time of year, isn't it, to go to Finland? Because colourful weeds, Finland's got loads. What do we call them? We had this debate, didn't we? <gasps> Those purple we had this things. Debate. Purple. purple things. Lupins. And, and there are lupins. different. Are they lupins? George, are they lupins that, that line they're, the banks of the side of the road in Finland? There are a variety of lupin, yes. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's yeah. always very, very pleasant at this time of year to drive around Finland and see the beautiful colour of the weeds. But, David, we will be there in a day or two's time. Uh, you know, I started off by saying it's the most hotly anticipated rally of the year. Uh, do you know what? I think it probably is, isn't it? It is. It is. I uh, Just briefly back to, to lupins. I think uh, they're commonly known <laughs> as lupinus. 
they're a genus of plants in the legume quite clearly, family. Quite clearly on Google. You, you, no credibility for that at all, David. Just sh- shut up. Get Commonly on the rally. Known. It's Finland Rally Week. Yeah, no, Who cares true. about Sorry. lupins? We've Lupinous. got massive Nobody loops, the most poetic about... of roads. Yeah. The most it, it gorgeous. Is, it is orchard. unbelievably exciting, uh, as ever. Uh, it, it, yes. In some ways, Col, it does kind of get diluted a little bit by Estonia. Or not diluted. Maybe Estonia warms us up for Finland. Uh, but I remember before pre-Estonia, as a WRC round, there was always just an inordinate amount of excitement coming towards Finland. You know, it would build up for weeks towards this point. Um, and now, you know, the build-up includes Estonia. So you include mm. seeing rally cars at 120 miles an hour or whatever. So you kind of slightly more accustomed to it which we never were in the in the olden yeah. days there was never another super super fast kind of nordic or baltic um round of the championship but finland is always will always be the number one speed fest festival of speed uh, of the season it's great can't wait yeah george uh, well i mean look uh, uh... Four out of the nine drivers, nearly nearly fifty percent, are Finnish in the in the World Rally cars. Ooh, what can I say? There, there's there's the there's where the excitement comes from. Those guys are all rapidly wanting to win, apart from probably Yari Mati Latvala, who, who <laughs> I, I did actually give him a driver briefing. I'm one of the few drivers, one of the few people that's ever managed to give Yari Mati Latvala some form of uh, uh, strategy for an event. I'm I'm going to boast about that. I'm not going to boast about it. I'm just going to say it. There you are. It's not a boast. It's when a when was it? And what was the strategy? The the strategy <laughs> was it was it was at the 2006 uh, PWRC when he got dropped back into doing production championship. Yeah. Was that 2006 or 2007? Yeah. I think it was six. I remember six. I think it was George. Yeah, it was six. Six. And um, uh, he he had a shaky start with with a car problem, and then. And then he proceeded to be the fastest driver, but but kept binning it basically. Everyone, he didn't bin it; he just destroyed the car. So uh, by the third event, I, I was asked after the third event, I was asked to take over uh, his his sort of management on on the events, and I basically just read on the riot act and said, look, you know, it was, it was after it was after Argentina where he he was you know he came back leading by a minute after the first uh, the first lap, and I said to him, you know. What, what are you doing? He said, well, everything's going smoothly. I said, you're taking too much out of the car. If you're leading by a minute, you know, there's a minute's worth, and there's 59 seconds worth of preservation you've lost in that car that you could have had. And, of course, he came back with a broken car a couple of stages later. He broke it. <laughs> uh, but then, but then the, the last three events we did, he really got it, and, and we did amazingly mm. well. I, I, in New, I, New I don't Zealand, think it's going to be a um, tricky one for, for Yari Matti, this one. I think he. No, he no, no, what, what's really interesting is talking to him about because he's testing. Mm. We're recording today, Monday, uh, and he yeah. is is doing his, his one day of testing today, which you can just imagine he will be absolutely in his element. I sent him a message last night saying enjoy today, uh, and he just mm-hmm. sent me the biggest smiliest emoji you've ever seen. Mm. Um, yeah, and but he, he's actually using the day or using the event to a really good kind of purpose he is i think he's going to uh, drive a day with with tacker's setup a day with elvin and a day with Calais, just to experience and feel what the car's doing so it is you know he's going to have some fun but he's not yeah, under that's any that's an interesting it, it, isn't yeah, it I, I read that 
I read that and thought it was interesting, but then I, I thought, mm-hmm. you know, is there value in that for Yari? Oh, yeah. yeah. Crikey, yes. yes. Sir, George. Yes. Massive, Colin. Massive. For his Massive. understanding because and comprehension. Sorry. Yeah, I thought what that, he these, said. These guys keep changing. These guys change, as we well know. You know, yeah. Elvin Evans still doesn't know what his well, setup is. Takamoto is searching for a setup. You know, the only yeah. one who you could say, if you drive his setup, it's probably just Cali's uh, setup because he's the one that seems most comfortable with it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of I understand where he's coming from in saying that, but I kind of think wouldn't it be better for him just to drive three solid days, just understanding the car, not not trying no. to understand each driver's setup, which we know is completely individual and changes from rally to rally. But I, I don't know. I, I like the idea, Colin, but, but I'm, I'm Colin. not sure. Colin, on, so, so <laughs> much as I hate to ever contradict anything you've ever said, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the important role for Yari Mati is to instill strategy and understand what driver, the drivers are wanting and then coax them to, to deliver that performance. And, and, you know, he's got two drivers that really do need that, and, or not need it, but will benefit from that type of help, Elfin Evans and, and Taka, obviously. Um, so if he can drive their setup and then compare it to the other setup, that's massive. You've got to think back to Tommy Mackinnon, four-time world champion, four times right. on the trot, drove a Subaru for a while as well, was very, very quick in that at, at times. Uh, but in his biggest successes occurred when he had a test driver who drove all the setups and all the options of a car to try and optimise them to figure out what was quickest and then deliver mm. that to Tommy, who then drove it tweaked it a little bit and confirmed that was the quickest. That was the most massive thing. The value of mm. what Yari Matti's doing, was if it, it's successful, it, I'm not saying he's the man that can do it, but but the but the process and the methodology is brilliant. And I, if, if they can really do that, I mean, the, the feedback that Yari Matti can give to Tom Fowler is probably the biggest thing. So yeah. he can say, this is what... This is what uh, Cali's uh, car is doing. This is what Elfin's car is doing to me, and this is what Taka's car is doing to me. That will enable Tom Fowler and his team. I tell you what, talk about a leg up. I George, think George, it's George, massive. I think it's enormously ambitious, and it is, by the way, completely the opposite to what you're saying. Tommy did, um, from what I can understand from what you've said. Um, well, it's you know, sort from, of the me, same. What is it? You know, we've got two drivers who, as we've said, are both still searching to hmm. find really that sweet spot with the Yaris Rally 1. And, you know, we're, we're 18, 19 months into the Yaris Rally 1 now. They're searching. They're still struggling. Um, you go with their setup for a, a loop of stages. And remember, he's only there for one rally. And you can't drive the car. Where is the value in that? Where is the value in that? Is it not better to go with this? Is he not? What do you I mean he can't drive the ambitious. car? What do you mean by uh, that? Well, it's very possible, George. That, well, he goes out, well, as we've seen from a number of drivers, they go out with a certain setup and they say the car's undrivable. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it just doesn't doesn't suit. Yanni Matti, as we know, you know, we're talking about Yanni Matti and comparing him to uh, a different generation of driver. Now, what I find interesting... Comparing him to Lassie Yanni, Lampy. That's cool. I like but, that. But, but, but he's, Sorry, he's a different generation, you know. His, he... he yeah, thanks, David. That helps. That helps my thought process. You know, I like to be interrupted because I lose my thought process. Thanks, David. Um, you know, it, Can I contribute to your thought process? Different generation of driver with a very different driving style. Now, he was very much looking forward to the Rally One concept. I remember talking to him before he retired from driving full time and took the job up as, as team principal at Toyota, and he said, "Yeah, I'd like to come back with Rally One because that will suit my driving style." 
Now, now for me, it's better to work on that and say, yeah, let's find out what suits this about my driving style and see whether or not I can actually usefully, usefully use my experience, my style to offer advice to two drivers who are struggling rather than taking their setups, potentially not being able to drive the car and actually finding out very little. I don't Col- get it. Colin, I, I, Colin I, I, this, the, the setup, the setup is, is tweaks. And we, we know that, 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 that tweaking for, the, 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 for each driver's setup can radically change the car. But in broad terms, you know, Elf and Evan's still looking for the sweet spot. You know, the guys, the guys putting in, you know, top three performances pretty well every rally now. And he's only just that tiny little margin off the top pace. You know, it's it's uh, it considerably. I mean, what is it? It's, it's you know a third of a second a kilometer. If it's even could that. I could it's I in, just corners. jump in and and propose yes. we move on from what oh, is right, going to be okay. the yeah, tail right. end Charlie yeah, yeah, of point, the Rally point, One cars, and let's look towards yeah. the, the pointed end. Hiring with Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I, I totally applaud what, what uh, Yari Matty is doing, uh, the, the, as, as you've revealed to me, Colin. He's we just moved on from Yari Matty. <laughs> We've moved I just on. totally applaud it. That's what I'm saying. We've moved on from that. David, stop harking back to it. Let's move on, David. Right, let's, let's move on, then. Let's move on. What hey, listen, the last listen. word? <laughs> so, so let's talk about the pointed end. Let's talk yeah. about the pointed end and who might win this one. Um, let's just talk about a few factors that may play into it. Uh, the weather. The weather has been, uh, you know, if, you, if you're listening to this from the UK, really been anywhere fabulous. in the northern parts of Europe, it's been so cold and so wet for the past month. Seems that Finland's had very similar weather. I uh, expect the roads to be a bit softer and an awful lot damper than maybe we've been used to over the last few years. Now, whose hands might that play into, David Evans? Whose hands? Might that play into? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't no, no, know. no. Well, I, just, I, I don't know. likes but to take I, a risk in, in slippery, muddy conditions. I was just thinking though, does do we not do we get better drainage? I think the the roads drain a bit oh, better yeah. in in Finland, so maybe it, they dry out a little bit quicker as well than 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 the roads. Uh, I, <laughs> I you know, you're, you, David, you, you're a hundred percent right in your thought process on the big roads. It's yeah, the small the smaller roads, roads that worry me. Small roads that really worry me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and just looking, oh my lord, oh crikey, have you seen the weather forecast? It's, it's thunderstorms. It thunderstorms. Yeah, and just <laughs> yes. bucketing down. The thunderstorms, every day. thunderstorm, but there's, so there's, there's so sunshine every day as well. But this is, and then Saturday, no, Sunday, George, just. Here's the thing, George, let me showers. tell you, I, George, yeah. I watched the BBC weather yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, and it was quite. I don't know if anyone else has noticed this recently. If you watch the BBC weather now, the weather presenters, the blokes, a little bit too casual in my liking in terms of yeah. their dressing. I anyway, think that's, that's a Sunday point. thing. It's a weekend yeah, thing. Maybe it's a Sunday thing. So yeah. it, was, it was Thomas Schaffernacker, who's normally very, very good. Lovely bloke. I like Thomas. Talk, and he, he talked about it. was a slightly more detailed weather view for Britain. Mm. Mm. And there's this enormous, enormous 
at Weatherfront, a trough heading towards the UK to absolutely dump rain on Wednesday. And he said, it's okay. By Thursday, Friday, it'll have moved off. And he moved the graphic forward. And where did it sit Thursday into Friday? Right over Pavilion. Right over central Finland. (laughs) Right over central Finland. So that weather that we're going to get here Wednesday is moving towards Uvascular, David, which which could, could, I think, I think could play a fair old part in proceedings this week. A hundred percent. But I think everybody is, in terms of being weather ready, they're all weather ready. Probably, say, Toyota are more weather ready than, than anybody else because they've done... Mm. Oh, no, in fairness, M-Sport did it as well with, with Pierre-Louis Lube. They did the Tampere rally, which the name of which escapes me. Uh, a one-day on Saturday based out of Tampere. A small national round, a warm-up event, and it absolutely lashed it down all day. Um, so, you know, and they, I think Toyota tested the day before as well in the rain. So they have a lot mm. of data, um, current data yep. for running the car in, in the rain. But as to who that would suit better, I, I, you can't say pick one well, driver. First, first, first car on the well, road no, is going to suit better. Yeah, it's going to suit better. Yeah, it's a combination of things. It's first car on the road, and it's what we know about Rob and Perra yeah. in the rain. Yeah. You know, Robin yeah. Perra in the rain, in the slippery conditions, in unpredictable conditions, yeah. where, as we've said it many times, the other drivers perhaps see danger, see threats. He sees he opportunity. Sees opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but, and I, I think it plays into his hands. But will he I see opportunity? Be as well. He likes wet and muddy. And you remember, he, if it's going to be as wet and muddy as the, the forecast could suggest it might be, it's a Rally Finland GB. Stage, fin, Finland stages become really horribly slippery. Exactly, David, like Rally GB. They, they get really, really tricky. But big I, mud, big big puddles. I do, I do. Elfin would would also uh, uh, do very well. I do wonder how much Cali will risk, though. He's been very, very clear yeah. that he has a big lead in the championship. He is not going to prioritise uh, winning Rally Finland this year. That that can wait. It's all about the championship. So it may be where ordinarily he might see opportunity. He will see a little bit more risk, mm. and he, perhaps he will throttle back. I don't know. Equally, mm. <laughs> he could argue just as vehemently against that point because he's never done that. You know, he's always been the driver that will push on. So l- let's wait and see. But for me, the guy to watch here is is going to be Tanak. Um, you know, yeah. we've we've seen that Tanak is a is a driver who will yeah. he'll come in fueled by pure anger uh, and frustration yeah. at everything that went on last weekend or the weekend before um, in Estonia. He's the danger guy for me, and the I fact do. that he he decided not to do that event in Tampere, Lube got the car instead of him. It kind of demonstrates that okay, Oi is never the kind of driver who will throw the the, the towel in. I think that he's in a place where he's ready with the car now, um, and there's some there's yeah. some small steps coming with the car. He demonstrated last year that he can make up. He can bring that extra five, ten percent to the package that a lot of drivers can't in Finland. You look at what he did in a high end; had no business being anywhere near the front of the field, oh, yeah. and he won with it last yeah. year. You know, the the, yeah. the M Sport car is a good step on from that, the Puma. Um, so, I, for me, Tanak is the one to watch. But here's the thing: here's the thing, David. And I, I didn't dare ask him. The thought instantly popped into my mind when I uh, talked to him at the end of Estonia. But you know, I asked him about missing this event in uh in finland at the weekend yeah and he went yeah no point I'm, I'm up to speed but you know earlier on in the week he'd said to me the reason he was so fast on day one 
was because he'd done this event beforehand, before Estonia. You know, so what yeah. I wanted to say to him was, you know, okay, but, but you've told us all week, as has every driver, Finland is different from Estonia. It is different. It's a different surface, different characteristic. You know, in terms of the the shape of the roads, mm-hmm. they're different. You get the rolling jumps, the the real high speed rolling jumps. You've told us on day one the only reason you've won six out of eight stages is because you did this warm up event. You're now telling us you don't think it's worth doing the warm up event for Finland. I found that a little bit odd. A little. I didn't dare ask him why, <laughs> to be honest with you, because I've got you know he scared the hell out of me in Estonia at times. He really did. Um, but. But, but is that not a little contradictory? But I think that's that's where Oit is right now. I think in some ways he is contradicting himself, and I think he's just saying whatever words need to be said to to get rid of people like you and I, Cole, because he yes, doesn't, yes. and not and not meaning this in a in a bad way. He doesn't want us in his headspace right now. Yeah. You know, he doesn't yeah. want to answer our questions. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of negativity around, and I'm sure at some point it's going to start creating issues in in the team that. We're that um, that portal, if you like, for him to be critical of the team. We feel it's unfair. The criticism, hundred percent unfair, um, but it's happening. So you know, maybe if he doesn't talk to us, he doesn't get into trouble. But, he could also he's... open his mouth and say yeah. positive things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So platitudes, but we, but we don't want to hear those, do we? But, but we, we we've heard them plenty of times from but plenty of others. I'm not right? sure they're platitudes, Cole, because I think you know the car is not far away the, the car's there you know you can't no, do true. those six fastest times yeah. in a car yeah. that's a million miles away he looks yeah. more comfortable at speed with this car than he did in the Hyundai last year you know remember yeah. last year in Finland there was moment after moment uh, and he and he wrestled that car to the finish um, I don't think he'd have to do that at all with the Puma I agree, um, I agree. So I agree totally yeah yeah. No, I it's would interesting. say, I would say good. his comments totally totally counter that don't they? I mean, he's, he's you know what he says yeah. is this, you know, this car, this car's a bag of bones, is what he says. Is there's no suspension in it? Oh. You know, it's it, well, I forget, I forget his term that he used for it, basically, or, you know, calling it a skateboard with no suspension. I mean, uh, which clearly, which is clear, clearly not the case, but it's obviously also not the not the car that necessarily Hyundai or Toyota is in, in terms of perhaps that that ultimate suspension adjustment that he's looking for. Uh, which you know is quite right. It's, that's not a driver preference. That's a requirement, actually. Sorry, um, it, it absolutely is, um, and it is a dropped ball anyway. You look at it. Uh, sorry to say that, um, uh, but you know he's he's quite clearly managing it. And you can look at the end car footage as I do. You know to analyse that out, and I don't think he's wrong in what he's saying at all. That's that's not mm. incorrect. So um, whether it, whether he's whether he's got the full package to be able to really push these guys from the front I think I think we'll see something pretty special but will it be ultimately enough well it with Cali with Cali on a on a clear championship uh, not taking not taking the last risk concept but again you just if, if he wakes up on the right side of the bed and it's just all automatic he'll just say well actually I'm not taking chances here it's, how, it's all how, coming to me here's one for you how much does Elvin Evans need a win Every driver needs a win. Every event. When the guys won a rally this year, and look, I mean, look at his. In terms of his career, he's not going to get sacked or anything. You know, he's not about to lose his job. What, what's the What's the concern? He is not the, about to lose his job. No, no, no. The concern is 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 almost self confidence, George, and the appreciation. Yes, yeah. he won Croatia, massively yeah. different. Probably couldn't be a more different event to what he's going to in Finland. He's won Finland before. 
But for yeah. me, he's still, and in Estonia, he still looked like the driver that was right on the edge of getting the last piece of the jigsaw. Um, yeah. And it just kept avoiding him. He just kept turning a piece over, mm-hmm. and it wasn't quite that one, and it wasn't quite this one. And I feel mm-hmm. if he could win in Finland, and, and you took that as a negative, but actually the, the question was meant in a positive way. Yeah. I think if he oh, wins sorry, here, pardon, yeah. that could yeah, be David, the springboard. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. David, we said the same thing after Sweden. We said the yeah. same thing. We said, you know, he's turned the corner. This is it. This is what allows him now to push on. You know, he's, he's discovered something, and it, it turns out um, it was a little bit of a false dawn, wasn't it, mm. from, from Sweden? Because, you know, since then he has struggled to refine the pace that he had in Sweden. Um, I, I agree with you. I, I think it's really, really important that he takes the win. But, you know, I, I'll not be putting a single euro on Elvin winning. Elvin, for me, is uh, top four at best, I think, this weekend. Top four at best. I think I think he really struggled again in Estonia to, to find that. And as George says, it's not a million miles off, mm. you know, the top pace, but it's consistent. It's, he consistently lack space he's not even showing us Colin, you know, I, I, flashes, I struggle, I flashes. struggle with the lack pace business so that, that's the wrong well, word lacks, I, know, lack, I know what George, you're George, saying didn't I say lack ultimate pace ultimate pace I think ultimate is what pace, I said perhaps yeah, yeah. so, so you know, yeah, I, I didn't say lack pace you know clearly he doesn't lack pace Sorry. he lacks ultimate pace mm. um, you know and, and you know if he's putting in two or three really blinding times in a rally you see he gets there it's there but it's that consistent you know when you compare these time mm-hmm. With Esa Pekka, okay, he, he occasionally beat Esa Pekka by a tenth, two tenths. But over the piece, Esa Pekka was consistently quicker. Uh, and you wouldn't have expected that. You really wouldn't have expected that at the start of the year. Not on these faster faster rally, uh, rallies. Um, you know, nothing to do with Esa Pekka, more to do, I suppose, with the Hyundai. But, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think Elvin still has a little way to go. Um, and yeah. as you say, it could just be a light bulb moment at some point. But it does worry me. That we're, we're just we're, we're finding now a consistent lack of the ultimate pace and and you know, where does it come where does he find it he's tried everything where does he find it but how do you, you know, know he's tried everything style? how do you know he's not well, still he feels, working I've read, his I've way through i read the stuff that you've written oh, yeah. i read the stuff you've written <laughs> i haven't you know, said that he's tried everything <laughs> well I, you, you th- wrote a big piece at the start of the year with tom fowler saying that we've, we've made changes and and this that and the other and he's tried Various different things. Okay, fair enough. He's probably not tried everything as yet, but he's he's tried the obvious things, mm. I guess. Different, different he, he, drivers he would, have, different, have different have uh, different styles, Colin, and and, and Elfin's I, style is is you know very, the 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 insights that we get from the from the the coverage we have shows Elfin to be a very different driver to yeah. most of the other drivers. Actually, I mean, he, you know, he's he's very intense. He's driving every. Every meter of the road is being reevaluated second to second, whereas the other drivers just seem to be, you know, turning in, focusing away down the road. Whereas Elfin is working it very hard. That reminds me absolutely of Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz yeah. drove exactly mm. the same way, yeah. Um, mm. uh, and, and and I mean, there are other drivers that that drove like that as well. Diddy Oriel uh, tended to be 
uh, a bit a bit like that as well. Not quite as intense as as Carlos, but he was he was quite natural in one way. But but the way that he approached uh, every corner was was quite radically different and you know very evaluating throughout to to alter alter the approach. So. I mean, it just it just might be that we're just seeing that uh, you know that that that's what Elfin uh, that's how he drives, and sometimes it will come good and sometimes it won't, and mm. and and that's the nature of of uh, of his of his style and ability, and it's. But he you know, he won in a wet one now, didn't he? He, he did. Didn't, he won the the autumn one. Yeah, I think it yeah, was. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's right. It was yeah. a great performance, a great great <laughs> performance. That, it's but um, it, it was a different car, wasn't it? And and like yeah. he said himself, you it know, was, he, it was a car that he, he he'd got used to winning in and and competing yeah. at the very 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 top in it, hadn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, but here's no, one. I, so so I, you know, I, I did again. I sorry, Dave, go on. Just very quickly, last one though. So we've seen that some drivers can't, you know, struggle to win in cars, but cars can evolve. Cars can change. Thierry Neville for the win. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't put it past it, David, because what a confidence boost the guy yeah. must have had. In, in Estonia, absolutely amazing, and I mean I don't think he he expected that at all. Um, he just he just drove his event, and wow, look what happened! And I he's got so much more experience brilliant. in Finland. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. do you know what was the the big surprise for me about uh, about Estonia was maybe not so much his pace because they had they had signposted it rather well, hadn't they? That they had this yeah. great test and that they were expecting great things. It's the fact he was again consistently quicker than Lappy. Mm. You know, Lappy was the man who uh, more or less pushed them in the direction, the right direction, with the setup and the testing. Uh, he was the one that, for me, you take out I think one or two results this year, and Lappy is the one who's been the the top performer in Hyundai. What was really encouraging from Thierry's point of view was that he was quicker, a lot quicker yeah. than Lappy. Okay, Lappy had issues on the first morning. But you know, I think he's got a lot. It's an interesting, it's an interesting one. You know, Neuville, Tanak, Rovenpera. Do you chuck Lappy into that mix as well for the win? Oh, um, you have to for me. I think yeah. you have to, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, crumbs. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's a difficult one has, to call. There's another one that's won here before, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah. Uh, how many? Six. Would you believe it's six years ago now? It was 2017, wasn't it? Yeah, twenty uh, seventeen. Six years ago. Six years is that, ago. That is his yeah. only win, isn't it? Yeah, I'm yep. right in saying that. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 There was only his fourth rally, I think, in a, in a, in a world <laughs> rally car as well. Yeah. It, was, it was quite remarkable. Yeah. It was the it was the heralding of the the new generation, but it just never went his way, really. I think it'd be great to see Lappy. I'd love to see him winning. I'd love to see him winning. Here, just one more thing about about Robin Perry, guys. What, what do we think, George? You might be able to answer this better. You know, we, we saw. You know, whenever Tommy Mackinnon came to Rally Finland, just the most incredible circus around Rally Finland. And I don't know whether that affected Mackinnon's approach to Rally Finland, but I kind of get the feeling that Robin Perra, last year for sure, it kind of got to him a little bit. He didn't get a second to himself. Just wherever he went, it was proper superstar status. It was press interest. It was, And, and I, I get the feeling it distracted him. He, he goes home to Uvascula. And he wants to chill out with his mates. He wants to take his summer car out for a drive and go for an ice cream on a Friday night. That's what he does when he goes to Uvascular normally um, in the summertime. And it was just so intense, the interest in him last mm. year. Um, 
what do we think? Do we think that that's something that, that maybe affects or might affect his approach, his performance? I don't know. I think it always does. And I mean, you know, there's many, many, many catalogued uh, reports of drivers being very, very badly affected by that and going out of their way to avoid it, to, to, to get to the, the, the right headspace that they need. If that's an issue for Cali, he will have voiced it. The team will have understood that. And uh, and uh, six foot four hands the the the, the PR the, the the Toyota PR man for those that don't know him who's a fabulously lovely man who goes out of his way to make sure everyone gets access will be going out of his way to make sure that only the right people get access and that and that uh, Cali has a free run at it you know but look it's only it's only a few days it's only a couple of days you know you you do the recce you're on your own uh, basically you know on the stages. And you, you, you know, Cali, Cali knows how to avoid. You know, he, he doesn't need to stop where everyone else stops. They can, they can get private if he needs to. Um, oh, but at the same time, yeah. But at the same time, he'll make himself up approachable to fans. I think the rain will help. It means that people aren't standing out so much, or you're not, you're not actually standing out yourself so much because you're hiding from the, the rain. If you're made like me, if you're made of sugar and such a sweet, lovely thing, you'll dissolve in the rain. <laughs> but it, I, I so do you'll think avoid that, you know. I, I reckon we are seeing a, a slight change in in Calais as well. It's not a, a slight change, and it's not just starting now. We've seen it over the last year that he's developing into a world champion kind of mentality. Of you know, when you start your interview, you know very much that the interview has started, and he's a driver who controls interviews, um, and he'll tell you when the interview's finished. It, you know, he, and and that's not a a bad thing. But you get these the young drivers that come along, and they'll just keep talking and talking and talking. Mm. Whereas Calais knows where your questions are going. He knows what his answers are, and he'll give you them very politely, very nicely, and then he's gone. And he's mm. he, he's yep. developed a way with the media um, that is very good. We've seen Elvin do it as well. You know, the way that Elvin finishes his sentences now, it's like that's your last question. Um, yeah. And again, it's it's done very politely, but it's a way that we saw it. You know, Col people like Carlos, Colin McRae, Burnsy, they all had that ability. I'm not sure that Tommy ever did. I think Tommy was just too nice, and Tommy always just wanted to keep yeah. on keep on talking. But Calais has now got that aura around him and that ability to kind of dominate his own space. Um, so yeah, it will be a distraction to have lots of people around, but. Like you say, big hands and Toyota will have uh, kind of procedures in place to, to protect him from people. And it is tricky because the driver's hotel is right in the centre of the service park in Pavilionki. Uh, and when you walk outside, there are literally thousands of people waiting to see you. Um, but I'm sure yeah. they'll probably they'll find a back way. There's a back door through the car park. Um, through the the multi-story out the back. Uh, so yeah, tell everyone, the... David. Just tell everyone oh, where yeah. it is, David. Do you, want, do you want to put a GPS location on that as well? There's, there's, the, the, underground, there's the underground passages as well. There's the escape routes underground. Your vascular's filled with them, did you not know? So, yeah, that's very true. So if anybody's thinking that he might disappear out the back through the garage, he's not going to do that at all. So definitely yeah. don't wait oh. around there. Sorry, no, don't, sorry, don't. Hans. <laughs> Yeah, uh, by the way, we just have to mention that Hans, award-winning PR, big Hans, award-winning. We, we have to mention that again because yeah. he, he did win an award. I didn't know. I didn't know he'd won an award. Tell us yeah. about the award. Best, best I, I didn't realise they had one. Was it? Was it? Um, it was the best PR person. Exactly, the best PR person at Goodwood Festival of Speed. And bearing in mind, you know, there's a whole nice. world of Formula One and all that nonsense at Goodwood Festival of Speed. And it was WRC's own big hands the bow that uh, that took the yeah. award. So good on you, Hans. 
We always Ali. knew that he was Ali. award winning. Ali. Ali, exactly. Ali. Yeah, no. <laughs> Top man. Top man. Before... Okay, so interesting, boys. Um, normally we'd wait till the end of the podcast to ask for a one, two, three for Finland. Uh, but I'm going to ask now, just so that our listeners have a chance to cogitate on it while we do the rest of the podcast, and then they can leave a little note underneath and tell us their one, two, threes. But uh, George, one, two, three, then for Finland. Okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, right. I'll, I'll be outrageous because you know everyone knows I'm outrageous and I'm, I'm not very good at guessing, but just occasionally I do really well. Timo Sunanen, number one. Oh, jeez. Elfin Evans, number two. Thierry Neuville, number three. Oh, that's interesting. And I don't want you to think I'm disengaged, but, but that's, that's just a, that's, there's a wish list, if you like. Let Timo go. Right. Yeah, well, that would be nice. Would be it's nice. Good, great not road in, position. Not impossible. If it's dry, if it's dry on the first day, could make a huge advantage. Not impossible, David. Uh, I'm going with a much more realistic Oit Tanak to win. Elvin Evans to be second, and Callum Pera third. All within ten seconds. Yeah, Oof. yeah. I, I, I would Oof. hasten to say that my, my top ten will be within fifteen seconds. I'll go. Uh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, well, the wet weather maybe stretched that out a little bit. If it had been dry, as I said, close as close can be, we might see some bigger gaps with the wet weather. I am going to go with Robin Perra because he is the mud maestro. There's no question he's the mud maestro. It is an easy one, isn't it, to call as Robin Perra, but I think he will. Then Good I'm going to go Nouvelle. Good show. yeah. Thanks, mate. Thanks. It's, it's insights, George. Insights. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're so intelligent. But I'm not, I'm, not going, but I'm not going to take silly ones like, uh, yeah, I've, I've made this mistake before. I'm not, I'm not going to castigate you until we see the result. Uh, but yeah, Neuville second for me. And I'm going to go with, again, I'm going to go with, with the same result as, as Estonia. Yeah, I'm going to go with Robin Perra, Neuville and Esapeka Lapi. We'll see okay, what happens good. there. That's a, that's a pretty yeah. strong shout, that one. No, no. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen, here, now boys, here's a great little segue. You know, we're talking about really close time gaps. Um, did anyone watch the ERC from Rome at the weekend? Mm. Uh, yes. I so up until I, stage I 11 not. or stage 12, it was astonishing how close the top three Italians were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Incredible. Quite incredible. There was, was a handful of seconds between the three of them. Um, it was quite some battle. It all kind of got turned on its head. I think it was on stage 11, wasn't it? Uh, maybe stage 12 of the rally. Uh, but it, do you know mm. what? Um, it, I, I followed it. I followed it more than I have done your recent ERC events. I, I, it started with... Can, can, I, can, I just, can I just say, Cole, are you sure you were watching this year's event? Because Andrea Crignola did win every stage on, on Saturday and built a 20-second lead. Yeah, but it was incredibly close. <laughs> it was incredibly close up until about that point. I may have been looking at the wrong thing then. But what I was watching looked incredibly close. Um it was close. It, I mean, by I'm the end about the three Italians, though, aren't I? It, yeah. No. Well, yes and no. There were two Italians. Uh, it and was, who was the third one? Cr- Crignola and Basso were were one two, uh, and yeah, then it was yes, yes, yes. But hang on, sorry, sorry I just check. Go on. You talk like you talk. But like Campadelli was in there. You know, there were yeah. there were plenty of Italians in there, uh, and it was, you know, it was it was very close. It, but it was always for me these events. We saw it a few years ago when we went to 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 Rome. 
they are it, it's it's a difficult event for an outsider to go to uh and and the the locals know the events really well so it was yes. always going to be one where someone like Croniola or Basso was going to win and it was great to see you know Basso Ida Wood one of our great writers here at um at Dirtfish was was saying um that Basso's their childhood hero uh so it's mm. amazing yeah. some yeah, somebody who grew up watching watching IRC yeah. so lovely to see Basso doing well great result for Croniola I think first first ever European championship win for him but for me, Cole, the story was there was one driver there who goes there with a championship in mind. And once again, Hayden Padden not <laughs> absolutely doesn't struggle to start with, but plays himself in, finds his feet, bang, on the podium, at the finish, opens an even bigger lead in the European Championship. I've done yeah. a little bit of maths here. Coming into this event, for the last 16 rallies that he'd done, Padden, he'd finished first or second on all but two of them. And one of those that wow. he didn't finish first or second was uh, New Zealand WRC last year, where he was sixth overall. Uh, it you is know, remarkable. It, isn't it? Yeah. Just brilliant but he, consistency. Here's the thing, but it's, it, goes, it goes back to George's point you know, about intelligent drivers. Yeah, because 100%. you look at that car, right? And, and that car, if you had the choice of, of rally two cars, you for tarmac in particular you wouldn't go with that the, the last would be the last one and it's been plagued with problems with setup problems mm -hmm. with reliability problems with problems of pace to be quite frank with you and he's come and done every event david and he's been on the podium on every event in the erc this yep. year hasn't he yep absolutely um, you know, that 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 absolutely goes back to the point george was making about yari Mati, which is about management about managing your rallies managing your campaigns and and it's quite remarkable that he's getting as much as he's getting out of that car. Quite yeah. remarkable. It it is it, it is, and that he, he's that sort of driver though. He's a driver that understands the engineering balance and mechanical everything, every every mechanical aspect of the car. You know, he's built the car himself, not that precise car, because of course that that car's run by a European team. But he he gets it, and he just knows how to win a championship. He's won the New Zealand championship. Having said that, he's done that by winning every round in New Zealand for about the last fifteen years or something. But it's great, and it's just it's really really good to see. Uh, and just a final point uh, from me, because I know you've got a dash call. Uh, we have to whiz back across the pond uh, and talk about what happened in in Snoqualmie at Dirtfish HQ over the weekend. It was. Rallycross Fest 2023. If you missed a single second of it, I urge you to go back and watch on Dirtfish Live Center. Uh, Saturday, Sunday were both covered from every possible angle. Uh, it was Rallycross over there is a different thing to us. Essentially, what it was was a, a single venue rally. Um, yeah. On on the gravel on the on the loose in the 315 acres that is Dirtfish uh, Central. It was amazing. I couldn't tell you who won because there are so many different classes. But what I can yeah. tell you is the weather was amazing. Everybody, 220 competitors. I mean, that's Fantastic. that's a proper number. Yeah. Uh, it's a proper number. I mean, David, David, hats off not just the competitors. Hats off to the organisers yeah. for making that work on a single oh. rally event. 220 cars. Yeah. My goodness me. Yeah. My no, goodness what are they doing? Me. Ten, 10 second starts? 30 second uh, starts at worst, I guess. <laughs> there are two stages running at once. It's really clever, yeah. though, what they do. So yeah. they're divided into yeah. three groups. So if you're in group whatever, you spend a third of your time competing, a third of your time 
resting, and a third of your time uh, essentially being an official, so marshalling and helping out. Um, so each loop you are, you do, you are, as I say, you either compete, you have downtime, or you're official. Uh, and it's it's mega. Can we and call it, that the best? Can we call that the best rally in the world? Can we? Can <laughs> we, we can just, call it the best a, rallycross dream, event in the dream. world. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not that really great, rallycross, yeah. is it? It's a cross between rallycross, auto tests, auto, yeah. auto cross, single auto venue. cross, yeah, single and venue. And it's you know, rally. like you yeah. say, Cole. Hats off to everybody to to Katie yeah, yeah. and everybody from from Northwest Rallycross Association. They were amazing, but also. Hats off to 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 everybody who ran Dirtfish Live Centre. To we saw loads of Michelle Miller on on the mic doing the interviewing. Superb, just great to see lots of people from Dirtfish doing different things uh, and jumping in. Of course, Jack Harrison and Brent Brenton Kelly were were in the thick of it as well. Just a great production, and definitely go back have another look on Dirtfish.com. It, and it's so cool that what we do here at Dirtfish covers every aspect of the sport. We've gone from yeah. Uh, WRC in Estonia to uh, Northwest Rallycross Association in Snoqualmie and we're on to Finland next you know where else do you get a yeah. website that, that gives the same coverage to, um, to to those three events so no it's great sorry to blow our own Fantastic. trumpet a little bit there uh, no, no, no. I think it's, no, it's no, a trumpet well worth blowing, David. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And and it's and it's worth again just you know yeah. clarifying rally cross because instantly people think you know rally cross circuits, mm. lots of cars at the same time. Um, you know, it was way, way more than that. Way, way different from that. W- wonderful, yeah. wonderful event. Uh, boys, um, any other business before we wrap things up this morning? We're we're um, already six minutes late. You said we had to go back by fifteen. No, 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 no. Nine, nine twenty-five was my. my oh, deadline. was it? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I did wonder why you were wrapping up so early, David. <laughs> I thought you said 15. Oh, crikey, no, we've got no, four no, minutes of filling to do. What will, we, what will we talk about? <laughs> the sad, I, I the sad passing Manfred Hema. Yes. Very oh. sad. I, I, I didn't know Manfred, uh, David, but you and George would have, um, would have had lots of, I'm sure, rallies with him. Per- personally, I, I didn't know him more than a, sh- a shake of the hand uh, and a good morning, but always a, a massively charming fella. Uh, and a lovely guy, you know. I didn't, I didn't know him terribly well uh, at all, sadly. Did, did you know him, I was, George? I was no, I was much the same, David. Yeah, yeah. So uh, no, very, very sad. But yeah. I, very I, sad. Yeah. I guess the last word has to go back to Finland, doesn't it? That it, it is yeah. that now we've started talking about it. I think you know you get into this kind of this space where you're just writing and you're going through the motions, and and you know there was an awful lot of news that followed on from Estonia um, and you get through that, but now we are really into it and the recce starts tomorrow and it, you can just imagine that the centre of Evascular is building uh, and the, mm-hmm. the centre of Evascular does provide a significant amount of entertainment across the weekend itself. We'll try and bring you uh, on Dirtfish Live Centre yeah. a, f- a flavour of that. The uh, And the entertainment, it, it evolves in nature as the day passes. You, you have just massive enthusiasm throughout the day with the with the local radio station being played across the the main street and everything everybody lives for the rally and then as the evening time comes it just gets even more entertaining do you remember those those ladder mm. things that you used to, the ladder that was it was like a spinning ladder that was at a sort of 45 yes. degree angle that you used to, you used to have to try and climb the ladder and as you were climbing the ladder at a 45 degree angle it would spin around um and Health and safety has probably intervened slightly, but you used to see some amount of carnage um, 
as people with a considerable amount of beer inside them <laughs> would make an attempt at that. Cole, would you be having a go at that this week? Nope, nope, and I'll be leaving the sumo wrestling alone. I'll be leaving the lapping <laughs> culture alone. I'll be leaving the what's the pear cider Chinese alone? Colin. Uh, well, yeah, I'll have a little bit of that, George. Although it's it's takeaway only these days, which is very sad. Really, um, they don't. Yeah. They've, they've done away with their seating. They're not putting they, it in they, specially well, they, for they, you. Yeah, they, no, no, they seem to have done away with it, which is a, a real shame. But um, no, there's lots to look forward to, as you say, mm. David. You know, the, the action on the stages, the action on the walking street. I think they call it, don't they? Yeah. In New Vascular, that pedestrian street. So yeah, it's going to be great fun. Um, yeah, one last thing, George, uh, George and David, that photograph at the weekend, we discussed it before we started yeah. recording. Oh, that, wow. that got me excited. That got me so excited. A wonderful photograph of Callie Robinpera from that rally. In Where did you get the, the picture weekend. from, Cole? Um, oh, it's everywhere. It's, I did actually ask the guys if I could use it. It went on um, a certain website, but Toyota used it themselves. Um, Callie Robinpera used it himself. It just, for me, I've looked at it, and I, I kid you not, I've looked at it a thousand times, and it's still makes me go back and look at it again. It just mm. it's just rallying. You know, if you want to say rallying in one photograph, that says it for me. That absolutely says it. It's got everything. And the one thing, if you if you go and have a look at the photos everywhere, it's it's Robin Perra, it's taken from a distance. It's got perspective. Robin Perra coming over a crest. The one thing it does really, really well is it shows you how steep some of these crests are, which is actually quite difficult to do in a photograph. To give perspective and to give this this the just how steep these kind of crests and rises are. It does all that. It does it brilliantly, and it gets you excited. It gets me excited anyway. There was a, there was a stage that did exactly that. There was, uh, there was a picture in in Estonia where you could see the the people sort of staggered going up the bank, uh, yeah. and I can't remember which stage it was. It was was it an early morning stage where the cars just sort of popped over the top, and then the road just dropped away from from beneath them. Uh, so I know exactly what you mean, yeah. but you know, I'm just—I think we will try and repost that picture uh, somehow yeah. on on Dirtfish. So check our socials. Um, yeah, or, or check Callie's socials as well. The, well no, check the ours first. Ones, but yeah, yeah, check ours first, obviously, <laughs> obviously, David. <laughs> but it's all there, uh, boys. Um, it's been fun. It's been fun this morning, and it's certainly—if I wasn't already in the mood, I now very much am in the mood for Rally Finland. David, you're off tomorrow. Well, I hope so, because you're picking me up. <laughs> well, I'm meeting you somewhere. <laughs> Meet, yeah, no, 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 good point. Is, 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 yes, I'm going up for discussion. At that point of, at that time of the morning, yes, we are definitely meeting. Uh, so I'll drop you a note about that. But yeah, we're on the same, <laughs> just in, same flight plan. Just in case you decide you need me to join you guys, I, I think there still are direct flights, believe it or not, from, uh, from, from Edinburgh to uh, Helsinki. It's, wow. it, it's very true, that. I think because uh, Luke... Our editor, Dirtfish.com editor, is yeah. coming out, but he's going out via Copenhagen or somewhere else. But and oh returning, God. but no, returned only because the the time doesn't work. Uh, but yeah. returning, he's straight yeah, back right. and probably gets to Edinburgh before we do because you'd you'd yeah, it's closer. Yeah, exactly, it's closer. Yeah, yeah it's four hundred, three hundred miles shorter. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be an awful lot of fun. We do have Luke with us, and we're looking forward to that this weekend in Uvascula. Uh, folks, thank you very much. Uh, don't forget, one, two, three for Rally Finland. We'd love to hear your thoughts. A little comment in the comments section below. Uh, George, I'm looking forward to hearing your analysis next week. Uh, we'll see you then I'm next week, George. Forward to, looking forward to joining you for that, Colin. Absolutely. I shall be following everything, chapter and verse, every minute uh, via our live centre. And 
am just uh, wound up and ready to ready to uh, be super fan this weekend. Wonderful. And David, looking forward to seeing you tomorrow morning. Yeah, a little bit. Quite early. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> not make sure, make, make, sure, make sure the coffee is nice and hot. Indeed. Folks, you have been listening to Spin the Rally Pod. It's Rally Finland week. Enjoy. Mm-hmm.